Welcome to Profiles in Valor, stories of decorated men and women serving in today's military. And now from the American Veterans Center, Tim Holbert. Our guest this week is Staff Sergeant Patrick Jordan of the United States Army Reserves. Staff Sergeant Jordan is a recipient of the Silver Star for Valor during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Staff Sergeant Jordan, welcome to the program. Thank you. The actions that we'll be talking about today are in April of 2004. Was this your first deployment to Iraq, or had you been before? Um, that was my first deployment to Iraq, yes. And uh, on April 4, 2004, the, uh, the events that we'll be talking about today, uh, you found yourself not just a, uh, a tank gunner, but uh, uh, commanding the tank really for the first time. Yes. Tell us, if you could, a little bit about that day. Walk us through it. Well, the, the day started out, we, we, actually my entire unit was, you know, we're having a great day because that was a day we did a change of authority with the 1st Cavalry Division. So it was our first step of going home. And so as the day went on, we started hearing a lot of shooting over inside our city. So we all started listening to the radios, and we got the call that they had a platoon cut off, and they called for us for help. We had to basically remount and get into the tanks and get them ready for combat again in a moment's notice. And I understand that there were uh, there were uh, almost two dozen service members who were pretty much trapped um, over in Sadr City. Yes. What was it like in early 2004? That was that was as the insurgency was really kind of starting to heat up. Well, it, it was like sporadic ambushes or IED attacks, pretty much almost kind of the same tone it was like still doing right now a little bit, but. It was pretty much relaxed because our unit, had, our division has been there over a year, so they knew who we were. We knew they knew what we were looking for because we we're more experienced. But that particular day it was first Coward Division's first day of taking over, and they saw the new patches, and I think they seized the opportunity to take advantage of the situation because they weren't very experienced in the sector yet. So you uh, uh, move out to uh, to help uh, uh, provide aid to the soldiers that were uh, that were under attack. Um, and uh, as you're moving out, you really started to come under quite a bit of fire. Tell us a little bit about what happens next. Well, once we came under fire, our, our company was like in a column formation with the tanks. I was like the rear tank of the six, the six tanks we had at the time. We move out in the front tank. It was trying to negotiate, trying to get through barricades, burning barricades of tires, wash machines, refrigerators, cars. And it was like, a, you know, Sutter City is a densely populated area, so we had two to three-story buildings on all sides of us, receiving fire from alleyways, rooftops, windows. And it was just really confusing because we were trying, because we knew friendly troops were out there and we didn't want to engage friendly troops. So... And your uh, uh, tank lost its ability to communicate, right? Yes, that's what initially put me as a tank commander, because I was the command, the company commander's gunner, and as soon as we lost radio communications, he had to switch tanks. So I basically took charge of the tank after that. So you're commanding this tank as you're fighting through this densely populated area with uh, uh, pretty much under attack the whole time. And I understand you were going about four kilometers uh, from from your base to where these troops were, um, tell us a little bit what happened as you approached the the uh, the troops and began to relieve them. Well, as as the first tank went by them, they they, they saw the first tank, and one of the soldiers kind of went out to the corner and waved down the second tank, and we we set up we set up security around the alleyway while our company commander dismounted it and was organizing the rescue attempt, basically the, the evacuation of the soldiers. 
So you move out, and uh, as you're moving out, from what I understand, the Humvee that was in front of your tank, uh, and you were in the rear of the column, uh, is taken out by uh, enemy fire. Yes. And, and what happened after that? Well, as soon as the Humvee broke down, I got hit or broke down, something hit it. Um, my driver let me know about it, because I was, I was busy engaging the enemy. So I, I waved down, I got the three of the guys from the Humvee to get out and get inside the tank. And the other, the vehicle commander and the, his driver stayed in the vehicle. So I told him I was going to push them. So just trying, we're just trying to get everybody out of there at that time. It was complete chaos. So I, I got my driver to get to the back of the Humvee and just lightly tap it with a tank. <laughs> and my driver did a great job that night too. But he slowly kept pushing the Humvee at like about two, three miles an hour for oh, well over a kilometer, while the rest of us on top of the tank were engaging mighty army forces. And you're out of the hatch the whole time fighting back. Yes. And uh, when it was all said and done, uh, you were able to deliver both the Humvee uh, and the soldiers back to base safely. Yes. And uh, you mentioned uh, in, in some of the materials that I've read that all of the men that you served with were uh, were heroes um, that day in Iraq. Is there anything that you would like to say about your fellow soldiers? I guess if if you're deployed or getting ready to deploy, just be safe and just stick with each other. Well, Staff Sergeant Patrick Jordan, thank you for your service. Profiles in Valor is produced by the American Veterans Center and Radio America. To hear more profiles, subscribe on iTunes or visit www.americanveteranscenter.org. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.